back, everybody. Uh, this is your host, Andrew Arpamian. We have episode 11 today, and I have an awesome guest. Her name is Elena Vauder. She is a softball superstar who just graduated from Stanford. Now she is joining Team USA, so she's about to travel this week. And yeah, super excited to have you on. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. It's been a, it's been a while since we've seen each other in person. Uh, Elena is obviously Stanford, so we went to school together. I watched a bunch of her games, which was fun. Um, but yeah, we were doing a little catching up. She's been crushing it and still growing as always. So today we're just going to go through her life and what makes her such a great softball player and person. So we'll start with just a background of where are you from and who's in your family? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. I lived here my whole life. Um, grew up with two older brothers. Um, so both of them were super involved in sports too. Um, so I actually, we're a big swim family. Uh, my oldest brother went to, okay. yeah, went to Cal Poly to swim initially and then realized college sports were a lot. And indeed, <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So my middle brother actually ended up going to University of Missouri at home. Um, and so cool. he's still in Kansas city. And so I got one brother out in California, one brother still around home. Um, and mm-hmm. then it made me, make me, you know, be, uh, have an easy decision to be able to pick California because I knew I could go yeah. fly away from home and still kind of have my, my nest back here. So I have a lot of family in the area. Um, and my parents have been so supportive throughout everything and, and just wanting to travel and see me and, and be able to, you know, be, I would yeah. like to think like the biggest fans of college softball in America, um, <laughs> not just Elena Botter fans, but college softball. Yeah. So that's so, awesome. And great. So, so you're the youngest. I am. I'm the baby. How is that having older brothers? I, I have a younger sister. Did they beat up on you and make you as tough as you are today? Is that why? I, I mean, I really think it is. I think people joke <laughs> um, about the kind of the competitive nature that you can oh, kind yeah. of, you know, the upbringing with siblings. Um, but I think mm-hmm. it's so true. And my favorite thing is like how you would have to fight for food. Like we had plenty of food <laughs> always. Like there was never, yeah. there was never a shortage, but it was always like be the first one in line so that you could get, you know, the most scoops. Yeah. And then it was, it was so funny when I came back from college and they both were not athletes at the time. Like my mm-hmm. freshman year was the first kind of time when it was like officially like, I, I am here. I am the D1 athlete of the family and nobody else yeah. was, you know? And so it was like, you're eating one plate, I'll eat three. And they were like, I don't know if it's a good thing. And I was like, don't yeah. worry, I'm working out like enough. It's fine. You guys are not. Yeah. Like, they've been, they've been it, out of the game for a while. Yeah, literally, literally. Yeah. So it's definitely been like, definitely has absolutely supported me now um, as we yeah. kind of switch lifestyles to, to more like, I guess, just older, more mature, but definitely shaped me as yeah. a kid for sure. How much, like, how much older are they? Uh, are they like, moved out and all that now or what's the situation yeah they're so i'm 22 jared's 24 25 probably now mm-hmm. <laughs> and then nathaniel's 28 so okay. yeah we're gotcha. all kind of close enough to where we did the high school yeah. together but definitely now it definitely feels like we're further away <laughs> yeah 100 percent. all right so let's so interesting that they're swimmers yeah. But you are not a swimmer. So let's talk about growing up. What sports did you play? Uh, what was your favorite growing up? Could might have been different than softball, but right. um, what was that journey like as a kid? Yeah. So I obviously swam because they did. Um, so mm-hmm. I did swim competitively for as long as I can remember until actually freshman year of high school. I swam freshman year mm-hmm. of high school, did the whole like 
state qualifying run, like good group of girls, yeah. super fun. And then it's like, you know what? I can't, I can't really do this any longer because, yeah. you know, it's not my future. Um, so kind of simultaneously, like while I was doing swim my whole life, I played volleyball for okay. years and years. My mom mm-hmm. played volleyball in high school and coached volleyball when she was teaching high school. Um, so also def- for perspective for listeners, you're six foot, right? Yeah. So yeah. You're pretty yeah. tall. So like yeah. swimming, volleyball, all, it all makes sense. Yes. Um, yes. It's directly related. Yeah. And pitcher. Yeah. Yes, Definitely. absolutely. Really long arms, really big shoulders mm-hmm. for, you know, no reason but to swim. <laughs> Um, yeah. so basically, yeah, I did the whole volleyball circuit, um, got pretty competitive with it. Ne- never was on the like recruiting stage for volleyball, but had like a couple people come up to me like, Oh, do you want to play in college? Mm-hmm. Like you could play in college. And it's like, I, I could play yeah. in college, but I'm not six, five. So it's like, how do right. you, you know, there's like a certain level that if you want to play at, you kind of have to be a certain height. And so kind of decided that, it wasn't going to be volleyball mm-hmm. for me. And I knew I wanted to play at t- that time in college. So I was like, you know what? This kind of leaves me to softball. And at that point we had kind of been starting the travel circuit for softball. Um, it's mm-hmm. actually a crazy story. The recruiting scene of softball, um, cause it starts so young. So basically mm-hmm. we were in seventh and eighth grade pitchers were getting recruited because obviously pitchers wow. like start the team, I guess. Um, so coaches yeah. would, try to get a pitcher first before they kind of made a class out of that. Um, so I realized I wasn't getting recruited when I was in some of the eighth grade. So I needed to kind of hop on that mm-hmm. scene and get kind of up there. Um, and so I played my whole life with a team from Kansas city and we were okay. called KC gold. And we would basically just travel to like the local tournament. So we would, Kansas city is a pretty big hub for softball. So that was really nice. Like every other weekend we could just be in Kansas city. But when we were in Kansas city, we would just like road trip to Nebraska, a few hours, maybe Iowa. A few yeah, hours, like the regional, regional yeah. team. Yeah. It was like the Midwest vibe. Um, but at the end of the day, like that team was so good, like such successful mm-hmm. ball players. And I mean, my best friends to this day, uh, but nobody really cared to play division one softball. Nobody really cared to have like a dream school mm-hmm. by any stretch of the measure. And so we ended up, um, me and one other girl who weren't committed heading into our sophomore year. Um, mm-hmm. there was, and, and that's pretty late then, right? That, was, that was late for the times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back then. It's crazy. Cause yeah. it's like 10 years ago now. And that's, oh my yeah. God, it feels like yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. but they, so we had, a rival team in Kansas City um, mm-hmm. called the Originals. And her the best originals, friend. The Originals, what a name. <laughs> yeah, right? Her best friend was the pitcher on that team. And they had played one weekend in Kansas City when we were in Oklahoma. And they played the championship game, which was like on ESPN2. It was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. This, like, what, 16U tournament? Maybe it was four. No, it was 16U. And yeah. they were like, oh, come watch us on the championship game. It's ESPN2. You're like, what? Uh, who's gonna watch that i don't know but like it's cool like there um so they're playing this team called new jersey intensity and they had flown in from new jersey right now yes exactly shout out new jersey (laughs) so maybe you'll know some of the some of these girls is what i'm saying you never know yeah um so they played the originals and the originals ended up beating them but the head coach of the new jersey team said like hey like that pitcher is really good i'm wondering if she Mm -hmm. wants to come and play with us in georgia next week and she ends up being one of my best friends. And she was like, 
well, yeah, like I'll go to Georgia and, you know, there's going to be more college coaches at that tournament. Like I'll, I'll go for my future basically. So she goes and she plays and then she does a great job for them in Georgia and head coach goes back to her and her grandpa who kind of ran, run her, ran her softball career um, at the time and was like, Hey, you guys got any more pitchers in the Kansas city area that can, you know, be a fit for this team? Cause we need more pitching heading to Colorado next week. And he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, actually, our, our rival, like, Elena Vodder, like, she would be good for this team. So let's let's see what she's doing. So he called yeah. me, and it was kind of like a, well, yeah, like, we're not going to Colorado, so I might as well make a little road trip. And so we ended up going out to Colorado. That was our first, like, recruiting scene um, with mm-hmm. all the college coaches out and about. We did a good enough job. But they were like, hey, come back for nationals in California in next month. There you go. And so yeah. we went to California, PGF Nationals, got third place as a team that, like, had two pitchers that weren't even on the team um, yeah. and got a ton of, like, college attention from there. Um, so actually, Texas was at our semifinal on the final, like, championship day. Um, mm-hmm. Watched the game, reached out to my coaches. They were like, who is this girl? And they were like, well, she's new. So <laughs> you yeah. know, know her. She's from Kansas City. She's, yeah. yeah. We she's don't know like, who yeah, she is, really. Don't worry about it. <laughs> But anyway, so she was just like, no, I, I really like like the way this girl pitches, the way this girl hits. Um, I want her to come out to a camp. So that mm-hmm. was the October heading into my sophomore year. Um, and okay. I went out to camp at Texas, loved the university, loved the coaches. Um, mm-hmm. They ended up like liking what I had to offer at the camp. So I got my offer on my 16th birthday. And then I wow, committed cool. like, five days later and didn't even have my license yet. Wasn't even driving a car, but I was like, heck yeah. yeah. Like why would I go anywhere else? Basically. Um, wow. So- that's crazy. See, I didn't even know this. I didn't yeah. know Texas, um, yeah. but we, all right. So we got a big story there. Right. Um, let's break, let's break it down. So you had this best friend who got called into this team yep. and kind of gave you a little assist, right. Of right. saying, or it was the superstar grandpa who ran the softball grandpa. picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, we all need we all need this one person or like this one chance that kind of gets us there. And it sounds like this grandpa and your friend kind of set the ball in motion. Um, yes, yes, which is pretty cool. Yes, Bob so, Martin is amazing. I've I've talked to him a couple times okay. these last few months, and just this, this is the first time I've yeah. talked to him in a really long time. But he's doing great mm-hmm. things. He's working for like a, a mental health nonprofit now. I'm writing like cool. children's books, but that prioritizes <laughs> like mental health for kids. It's just right. yeah, great guy. That's so, awesome. Sounds like a very good guy. Yeah. I always respect uh, the older, like older generation people that help out younger athletes. Yeah. I'm sure he played when he was younger. Um, not softball, obviously, but <laughs> maybe when he was older, he played softball. Right. But just giving back and like introducing you to the right people and putting you in front of the right people, because that's, that's everything, honestly. Um, it sounds like you got your opportunities, but the main thing is when you get those opportunities, you have to perform. Um, right. And it sounds like you did. And it, it was cool because from what I'm hearing, you just came in, kind of didn't know what to expect, happy to join the team, and were kind of a nobody, but started to pitch really well and became the person. Is that kind of what happened? Yeah, it's actually so funny. As you're saying this, like, flashback to the Colorado tournament and I remember like I was pitching the game but then they're like okay you can hit so you're gonna like you're up next and I was like what (laughs) What? I'm I'm hitting and then I I I hit like a ground ball up the middle and it just felt like all the pressure just like 
went off mm-hmm. of me and I was just like oh my god this is the same softball I've been playing for right. however long in my life and mm-hmm. you know obviously it's at like a higher level or there's more eyes on the field or whatever but you just have to understand that you know you've been doing it for so long yeah. for these moments and have a little bit of confidence mm-hmm. in yourself and obviously be grateful yeah. for, for the opportunities that when they come definitely yeah I feel like once once you get that first like in soccer it's like you complete your first pass or like yeah something easier like oh like i've done this probably a million times before so it's not gonna right. be that different obviously the level is increased but it's the same game and you're the same yeah. player um there was one thing i wanted to bring up too that we talked about before yeah. you said you had this like moment when you were in middle school kind of around that recruiting time when mm-hmm. you ended up in the hospital and yeah. it was very tough for you can you walk walk us through like what happened and your mindset going in and coming out of it yeah, absolutely. So um, seventh grade, so 2013, literally 10 years. That's so crazy. Um, mm-hmm. It was like we were just about to go on Thanksgiving break. Um, so like November, mid-November-ish. And I was like really sick. So I was just like, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna go in. Um, they're just yeah. the two days before break. So it's like there's no point in, in kind of showing up. And so I, I was like, my mom would bring me home some Wendy's Frosties. And I was like, okay, I, I like being sick. This is the treatment <laughs> yeah. I need, you know? Um, yeah. And so that was kind of the start. And then all of a sudden, like I started getting like really weird blisters, like on my lips. And mm. like I, at a certain point, like my throat was really swollen. Um, so this was the night of Thanksgiving. So we were like sitting downstairs. Wow. We were sitting downstairs trying to watch Grease. And like mm. trying to like fall asleep to a movie or something, but right. I literally couldn't sleep because I couldn't breathe like basically Jeez. full enough to be able to sleep on my own. Yeah. And so my mom was like, "Okay, like we need to go to the hospital." So ended up. And how old are you? You're like thirteen. Twelve, thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So ended up going to the hospital and being admitted at like three a.m. on Thanksgiving morning, um, <sighs> and the diagnosis ended up being I had pneumonia. Um, but I had mycoplasma okay. like bacteria in my blood from like, that was the type of pneumonia Jeez. that I had. Um, yeah. and then my body's reaction was Steven Johnson syndrome. Um, so basically it's like your body's way of like getting rid of the bacteria is like mm-hmm. shedding of your skin basically. Um, yeah. and so from there I was in the hospital for 17 days. Um, 17 I, days. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. That's crazy. It, it was intense. I was in ICU for a week. Um, cause it's like, Jeez. I, mean, I just had to have like bandages wrapped on all of, all of my body. Yeah. Um, and I had to like have a membrane surgery because basically like what the disease does is like it, since it sheds the membranes basically of your body, your eyes can mm-hmm. be directly affected. Um, so like there are obviously extreme cases, but like some people that have this, like go blind. Um, so they had wow. to have like, a prevention yeah. to be able to like, make sure that my eyes were fully basically had liquid in them. Um, by, this is yeah. intense. Yeah. Oh it, was, it was kind of a lot. So and this that is was, all during recruiting, right? Like when all your friends yeah. are like talking to coaches yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah. Probably, people were going to like, camp left and right. Cause it's winter. So they're like winter mm-hmm. camps go in the indoor facility or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but at the time I was still playing softball and volleyball. So I didn't really know like which one was okay. my favorite or whatever. So I mm-hmm. ended up coming back in January and I was still swimming too. 
And so okay. I like, can I get in the pool? Like, can I swim? They're like, yeah, chlorine's like actually really good to kind of reset mm-hmm. everything. So I did a couple of swim practices. I mean, obviously so out of shape, like how to relearn how to walk. Cause you're just like, you don't know how to anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then run and like running, you feel like you're just tripping over your legs and, and obviously wow. like strength wise, you just don't have any. Um, mm-hmm. and so that was all kind of like the end of seventh grade was trying to, that was peak volleyball season was winter. So trying to get back into shape for volleyball and like having to sit yeah. down and build practices. Cause I just like couldn't do it anymore. Um, yeah. like crazy things. And then that summer softball started back again, um, for like the mm-hmm. intense season. And that was like, all right, where do you want to go to school? Everyone else is already, already knows where they're going to school. And it's like, Oh my yeah. gosh. I think that I, you would, you would hope that there'd be a second where you could just take a deep breath and like pause mm-hmm. and maybe relax. But I knew that that wasn't in me to do that. And I just wanted to like get back. And I missed, you know, I missed playing. I miss competing. I missed all my best friends that were on every sports team that, you know, I'd ever been yeah. on, especially the ones that I felt like I was on at the time. Um, yeah. and obviously at the same time, like wanted to be able to be the best version of myself and knew that obviously it was a major setback, but at the same time, like it doesn't change who I was before that. And if anything, like to be able to come back stronger would be such a, a cool challenge. Yeah. So why not do that? Um, so that's kind of the, the mentality kind of shift there and then head yeah. into the, the recruiting season. So it's, it's that's huge. A lot. yeah, being yeah. able to reframe it as like a positive story is always like super important. I think same thing. We were talking about some other players that had surgeries before when we were talking and like myself included, it's all about the conversation in your head, right? Like, what are you saying? What are you, what story are you writing? They're going to say, I can't believe this person came back from this. And now they're even better than they were. And they're mentally stronger. Like, so that's kind of, I think those setbacks probably for you too, like made you a stronger person, like hardworking, you appreciate it more. Yeah. all these things, but I'm the same way. I feel like most high intensity athletes are like, we don't want to take breaks. We just want to go, go, go right. <laughs> and keep going. Right. So I'm glad you got back into it. I think that's a good thing to like, keep pushing. Um, I'm sure your family was huge in that too. Yeah. Um, but so, all right, now we can fast forward. We heard about the recruiting situation a little bit ago, but you decided on Texas clearly didn't end up at Texas. So mm-hmm what happened? Was it like junior year, senior year? When did it change? Yeah. So it was the end of my junior year. So the last like week of class, my junior year in May. Mm -hmm. And my dad texted me like, your coach at Texas just resigned. And I was like, that's so Mm -hmm. funny. Like what in the world? Like when she recruited me, she said, I will be the head coach of this program basically until I die or just can't do it anymore. Like she was eat, sleep, breathe, live, love Texas softball. They were and, also recruiting you, so. Right, 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 right. You know. And she was, she was like an awesome person. Um, Coach yeah. Mark, I don't even know what she's doing now, but she was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And turns out, found an article, and it was true. She was resigning, and they had just hired a new AD, so it makes sense mm-hmm. that they were making kind of changes and shifts in the athletic department. Um, right. But I was like, oh, well, I'm not really sure what this means because I'm committed to her, to the school. But the AD, like, doesn't know I'm committed to the school under him. So Mm -hmm. I think I need to reopen my recruiting process because I'm not sure I'm, like, really tied down right now. Um, So I waited about a month to see who they were going to hire to see if they had, like, a fast hire in mind. They didn't Mm -hmm. pick a head coach for three months. 
So that whole wow. summer I was playing softball and I ended up playing with like a Texas team um, mm-hmm. because I no longer needed to get re-recruited with the New Jersey team. So I played with the Texas team that would be closer so my coaches could see me. Um, yeah. But at the same time, they we no longer had coaches. So I played with them for like one week, a couple tournaments, and mm-hmm. that was kind of the gist there. And then I was like, you know what? I think I need to get re-recruited because – First of all, no one really knew who I was in the first place of this before right. that whole summer of softball. And mm-hmm. so then I've kind of like laid low because, you know, I've been committed. I've been happy, like whatever. Right. And now I kind of have to like get back on the scene and get coaches to know kind of who I am. So I reached back out to my mm-hmm. coach at New Jersey Intensity and said like, hey, like, what do I do? And he was like, come play with us. He's like, I'm not going to be mad if you come play with us. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll go, we'll go do that. And he's like, Hey, have you ever thought about Stanford? And I said, yeah, like I thought about Stanford a long time ago. Like when I was in middle school, I went to camp after literally eighth grade and Mm -hmm. I went to Stanford and and it was like a 14 and under camp. Turns out it was like a a day camp. And I thought it was like a recruiting camp, you know, um, but the coaches told me, you know, no, we already have someone recruited in your class. We're not looking at any more pitchers. And I was like, dang, mm-hmm. that sucks. Cause I could really like see myself going to Stanford academically, athletically, all of the above. But you told me no, yeah. and I don't play college softball. So no. And yeah. he goes, well, yeah, but that was, that was four years ago. They have a new coaching staff now. I said, oh, I didn't realize they had a new coaching staff now. Yeah. Was Stanford so- good before? Were they like parental? Were they a good team or no? They were good up to about 2015 and then had coaching fallouts and went through like a bunch of head coaches in a short amount of time. So they have like a strong history though. Like Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very powerful program back in like the, what, 03, 04 to 09, Mm -hmm. 10 era. Yeah. Also, so you're playing for a team in New Jersey, but you're from Missouri. How'd you do that? That doesn't make sense. I'm trying to figure it out. Right. So we never practiced. We would maybe practice okay. like if we went out for nationals, which is a week long tournament, we would practice on like day one. And then there'd be mm-hmm. like a practice game on day two. Um, and it was nice because like pitching, you don't really need to like work with defensive plays or rotations or whatever. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same Just time, go out like, and throw it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There were a couple girls that were from other places too, but they had played with the mm-hmm. team long enough that it was like, Right. As, as normal as a team could really. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely different, but I think there, I think now it's even a bigger deal to not be from a specific area, but like there's also yeah. just like teams in California that girls would drive five, six hours for practice a week. It's like, it's crazy. The commitment is insane. Yeah. But I had, fr- I had friends growing up too that traveled a lot yeah. to play and it's like, it's crazy with like what parents do to, support their kids like they will literally drive you three hours to practice or to a game it's unreal. It's a lot yeah it's, but, it's yeah, for sure. um all right so we got to keep moving on the story here so you now you're open um you're reaching back out to stanford mm-hmm. and you're getting re-recruited yeah who were did you have like a final couple schools that you decided from or was it stanford like yeah through so- and through? At that point, it was, um, I still said that I was committed to Texas, even though like knowing mm-hmm. that I really had no one to be committed to, um, they right. ended up hiring a new coach in July of that, mm-hmm. of that, um, summer. And yeah. he said, you know, I'm going to decommit all of my recruits and mm-hmm. all the recruits that were committed under the last coach, you're no longer committed under me. 
Crazy. Like, oh, that's tragic. But I still had his yeah. number and was still like calling him. And I was like, why is he giving me this like kind of attention? And mm-hmm. we ended up playing my Kansas City team played our new rival, our older rival in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And his commit, because he was the head coach at Oregon. So his commit at Oregon uh-huh. pitching for them. And then I was going to be his commit at Texas. And we were like literally one-on-one pitching against each other. So he was behind the stands watching like this whole entire game. And I ended up like pitching like a better game than her. We lost, but like numbers wise, I guess, or just like control of the game wise, um, Mm -hmm. there were definitely positives to both sides. And, you know, he called me after the game and he said, you know, actually, I kind of want you to come to camp. And he like, wasn't, he wasn't saying that my scholarship offer was gone. Um, but he was just like, come Mm -hmm. to camp so I can confirm that like, I want you. Right. Yeah. I skipped my first day of senior year of high school and I go to this camp because it's a day long camp. So my mom and I fly out at whatever, 6am, fly back Mm -hmm. at 6pm, go to Austin. And he says, yeah, I want to keep you. Like, I'm going to give you the same scholarship offer that you had. Um, like I want you to be on my team, like all this stuff. But at that point it's August. And I was right. like, hey, coach, like, appreciate it. Still really love Texas, but Stanford's in the picture now. And I kind of have to see that one mm-hmm. through because I would rather go to Stanford than Texas. And his daughter right. actually had went to Stanford and played softball there back in the uh, okay. in the good ages. And so he was kind of yeah. like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I understand. Yeah. yeah. So they ended up watching That's me. Good. Coaches. Coaches can give you the cold shoulder. I've experienced that too. Like, once you say something like that, they'll be like, Nope, like you have a week to decide. Right. right. Like, Timeline. I'm glad, yeah. So I'm glad that guy understood Stanford and right. And he's trying to turn a program around, so he knew that like good right. things would take time as far as getting the right people to be there and and such. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is when my high school softball season started because we play softball season in the fall in high school, and okay. he was kind of just like keep me updated, whatever. So Stanford actually would fly out for my high school softball games on the weekends no when I to tournaments to be able to watch. Um, awesome. And obviously, like it's it was hard because I was so late on their radar. Um, so they wanted uh, to get it right. So they wanted to see me however right. many times. But then here I was, like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I'm I'm pot- kind of putting all my eggs in one basket with Stanford without having an offer, without even like seeing the campus. Um, right. I'm like, you know what? Come out for a visit. And so I said, okay, like I'll I'll come. I'll I'll be there. And I. Mm-hmm obviously been on campus when I went to that first camp little thing that they didn't even right. want me <laughs> a while back. Yeah. yeah. And it was way different knowing that people actually wanted you to be there. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, like I was going through the whole, you know, the whole entire campus, like this is beautiful. I can totally see myself here, but I can't afford it. <laughs> so I don't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how that was going to kind of be the reality. Um, yeah. So then a month passed and again, we're like back in my birthday time in October, and yeah, like, when the good things happen, literally, literally, like all the yeah. all the big times. Um, they're like, fill out an application. Let's just like make sure you can get in, and mm-hmm. and see kind of how the application process goes, just so we can check that box. So I'm like yeah. filling out an application. Like, definitely did not fill one out for Texas. Like Stanford was was Stanford was it? Yeah, and fill it all out. They're like, okay, I think like we're in a good spot. I was just like a second after early admission. So it wasn't like late admissions mm-hmm. by means. Um, and they texted me whatever day they're like, okay, like we got some good news for you, whatever. I was like, okay, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, here's your offer. You got into the school and the week after was signing day. 
So I was like, okay, wow. this makes sense then. I think this is like the perfect yeah. time of, of it all working out. So definitely felt so stressful in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, oh, being at, you know, committed for two years to school and then just to be like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I really want to go to that school. But then yeah. obviously, you know, everything happens for a reason. So definitely spent a lot of nights um, very upset about something that was going to just work out in the end. So definitely gave me a little bit of faith in, in this regard of, yeah, you know, you're meant to be where you're meant to be. So, hundred percent. Yeah, that's how I think a lot of athletes can relate to that. Like being recruited of yeah. the roller coaster of what happens. Like some things change like overnight, and then you think everything's gone, and then the next day something pops up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so clearly you have like strong mental resilience through that. But yeah, things work out, and it worked out really well. So you ended up at Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about how was the transition to college playing softball at that level versus in high school and travel? Yeah. So it was definitely um, eye opening. You get to mm-hmm. fall and like you, like we kind of talked about earlier, I never practiced with my team from New Jersey intensity. And when right. I did practice, I'd be with my team in Kansas city and we were just kind of like, all right, hit some field, some throw some. Yeah. No, um, not an intense practice. <laughs> no. And you get to Stanford and it's like, this is, this is a division one softball practice. Like this is yeah. intense. And I remember my body feeling like, what am I doing? Like, what, is this even, yeah. am I allowed to feel this way? Um, <laughs> everything was just so sore and like, you can't move after week one. Right. Um, yep. But then at the end of the day, feeling like it was so worth it because you're like, Oh, this is, this is everything. Like this is getting us to like yeah. our goals and into playing mm-hmm. in season. Um, so we get around to season fast forward to like February in season. Um, and I go out there and I have my first college start and I do awful. I'm <laughs> throwing hard, which is great, yeah. but I'm throwing everything right down the middle. Like my balls are not moving anywhere. I don't know where I'm throwing it. I'm like mm. so flustered. Balls are just going left and right. And, and I'm walking people like I can throw strikes and I'm walking people back and forth and I'm yeah. like so flustered and my pitching coach like pulls me over to the side after the game and I, I get pulled and all the thing I'm like crying in the dugout mm-hmm. I'm like crying in the bullpen I'm like I don't know what happened like I've been training so good all fall like even all January like mm-hmm. I thought I had it I thought I was ready and she's just like you know like yeah this is college softball but this doesn't define you as a college softball player. And basically mm-hmm. she was just so helpful. And, and even my head coach came over and she was like, you know, we've coached a lot of people who this was their first outing and they turn around and mm-hmm. become all Americans. And yeah. there's nothing like we wouldn't have recruited you if we didn't have faith in you, if we didn't believe in you, like all of this stuff, like sure it feels hard right now, but it's not going to feel hard in a while if you just kind of like stay the course basically. So I was like, sure. Okay, so next couple of weeks pass. I don't really get to pitch that much. Coach calls me over after a game. She goes, "You're pitching tomorrow. I need you to eat, sleep, breathe softball." I was like, <laughs> "Got it. Like I'm there. Whatever. I've just been waiting to get back and and give it a go mm-hmm. again." So obviously, like I get back out there, like got jitters going again. But at the same time, like I feel like I know what I have to do because I already messed it so far up. I can't. I can't get much worse, right? Like I'm just nothing to lose at this point. Um, so yeah. I ended up pitching a pretty good game against Fresno State, who was a top 25 team at the time. So we ended up winning in walk-off fashion style. Nice. Uh, 
And it was like a pitching. We ended up having like two or three pitchers come in because it was extra innings and, and we all did great. And it was just mm-hmm. a great like, team win. Um, but I walked away and I was like, okay, like I, I turned it around. Like, I think it's good. I think we got it. So we went to Tennessee the next, the next week and Tennessee was a top 10 team. Um, so it was like going to be mm-hmm. our first huge challenge of the year. And then COVID happened on our, on our, on our travel back. And they were like, you guys don't have a season anymore. And we're like, well, Crazy. you know, we beat Tennessee once we lost to Tennessee once we were like, okay, we can, we can be really yeah. good here. But mm-hmm. then COVID and the COVID transition was really hard for being in season to just not. And obviously it's yeah. been, been hard for all athletes when they were like, okay, you're off campus now. And then, Oh, all your classes are online and they're going to be online for two years. Like it's definitely yeah. been a, had been a definitely a, a roller coaster of of emotions and thoughts, but just like at the end of the day was so meaningful to just go through it with the best people. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone was just like, we were so upset that that year that our season got canceled because we knew how good we were going to be. Like we were just on that. Yeah. We and you're up- training all se- all like off season just for the time to play. Right. Cut, right. cut super short. Yeah. Really getting, getting even a glimpse of, of college sports. So it definitely yeah. was, it definitely was hard, but at the same time, like definitely taught us so much about just like being able to love each other and just enjoy the days that we have together. Cause they are so short. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just never know when they're going to be taken away from yeah. you in the blink of an eye. So mm-hmm. did all of that and, and definitely had a new appreciation coming back when we, we finally were able to play our next season, which we didn't even know. Um, if we were yeah. going to get any games. Um, so we just kind of like decided to change the mentality to have some fun and go out there, give it your best. Cause you know, at the end of the day, you've worked for this and you, it's time to showcase, but at the same time, like yeah. it's not the end of the world and it, it doesn't as much right. as it feels like there's, there's all much the bigger things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So definitely seeing humanity as a big, as a bigger picture was, I think the COVID lesson, um, mm. But also just being able to enjoy, you know, your teammates and the people surrounding you is also yeah. huge. It makes yeah. you makes you appreciate when you're out there for sure. Yeah. Because like, literally, you never know; it could be over for some reason tomorrow. Um, right. But so that was yeah. It's definitely it's not a unique start to freshman. Like it's a big transition, but right. it's definitely hard. Like mentally, and I think it's it's good that you made it out. Some people don't make it out of that. Some people right go into a rut and they can't find their, their pitch again. And like, they can't throw strikes their whole career because they're so stuck on that. So I'm glad you're able to do that. Um, Did you, did you guys have a coaching change during college? No, no? once we, it was like, was it new staff for you? Your class would have been the first class at Stanford that our coach kind of recruited. Okay. And then I remember because our, our coaches were like, close yes like yes. your coach and my coach talked about their strategies and how to make a winning program and all that stuff yes did, did our coach ever talk to you guys no but definitely she okay. definitely would bring up like different things that he had said and, and yeah, it was yeah. yeah it felt like we knew him through the connection there. yes yes 100 same with us we can say the same thing uh for <laughs> you guys but i mean it makes sense we both had very good teams so we had good coaches right. absolutely. Um, absolutely so as we're running later on time, let's yeah. do some major highlights of your Stanford career. Uh, now that you've graduated and are done, what, what are like the core games or like out of sports, like your best memories from there? Yeah, absolutely. So I think like going back to that COVID year, it's, 
I guess, a bittersweet memory, but when we actually lost in Arkansas to our regionals. So first, we didn't even mm-hmm. know if we'd get to travel for regionals because COVID. So we ended up going to Arkansas and COVID didn't really exist in Arkansas. No one had a mask on. <laughs> we were not used to playing in front of that many people. Um, it was right. so loud. Like your ears are just ringing when they're cheering and it was amazing. They have a great fan base. Yeah. Um, so it's actually, a vivid memory right there. It's so vivid. Can you it still hear the crowd if you... Yes, percent. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in the stadium as we speak. Like I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. But losing that game um, was the first time that we were able to like rip our masks off because now it didn't matter if we had COVID. Our season was over, um, and we just mm-hmm. got to run into our parents' arms and just like hug them for the first time in however many months since you know six months. I I think at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And they'd come to all of our games, but we just could like wave at them through the stands and to just right. like be able to run into each other's arms. And then as a team, like when we were back on the bus, we were just like hugging each other. Just like, I mean, it was just like, it was just great to see kind of, again, like the relationship side of things and just how meaningful everybody um, was to one another while still going through something that was like really hard at the time. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, how it had put so much weight on softball, but at the end of the day, like, we were just all yeah. there for each other. And then yeah. the other one that I think of was the postseason the next year um, when we beat mm-hmm. Alabama at Alabama for regionals to host our first Super. It nice. was like we we lost them on Sunday, so we needed to win to be able mm-hmm. to go on to Super Regionals. And we shut them out, like won like 6 nothing. Like it wasn't an easy game by any matters, but like the score yeah. makes it look like we, we handled them. And we definitely yeah. played that game with full confidence. And we were coming into like full stride, like offensively, pitching wise, like we were just peaking at the exact right time. Um, so yeah. winning at Alabama, again, kind of like they have a really big fan base, but kind of like shutting them oh, up yeah. a little bit. And our little fan mm-hmm. base is going so crazy. So that was it's great. A great feeling. Yeah. And then I guess, I mean, everything's postseason at this point, right? And so like yeah. last, it was this past year, ending at the World Series um, was just mm-hmm amazing and like just to see everything that the sport has come to um which has been really cool getting one step further every year every year of Mm -hmm. of college softball but ending at the world series was just unreal to be able to see the growth of the sport um the growth of the stanford fan base because i think i think we're we're not quite at arkansas's level but we're growing so oh yeah for sure you guys have so, a big fly. I mean, my family, we were watching the, with the college, or is it called the College World Series still? Yeah. Women's College okay. World Series. Yeah. Women's College World Series. Yeah. So we were watching it on TV and I was obviously watching you and the freshman, what's her name? Nyjah. Nyjah, who you yeah. guys are both just like insanely good. So <laughs> pitchers are huge in softball and we knew if either of you were pitching, we had a very good chance. Um, <laughs> but so for people listening to Stanford lost to Oklahoma, right? That was mm-hmm. like the, the final blow. Yeah. For perspective, Oklahoma literally had the perfect season, right? They had one loss. They had one loss. Okay. 52 who and they, one, 53 and who one. Did they lose to? Baylor. It was like back to the beginning of the season. It was like a three okay. to two game against Baylor. Yeah. So they were like 52 and one. So, I mean, and they ended up winning. Um, but you guys had an incredible season and definitely went out on a high I would say do you feel that yes. way or do you feel like it was so so I mean you would love to have knocked down the reigning national champs and I mean the eventual national champs like yeah. if we would have just just had them in that game you always think mm-hmm. what could have been but at the same time the experience altogether was was amazing and I think to be able to see kind of 
how much fun it was for all the girls to to be one um definitely definitely made it feel very full circle so yeah that's awesome sorry my dad just walked out (laughs) (laughs) i'm recording an episode right now can you just close the door thanks (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh shoot um but yeah i mean it's obviously you don't like to lose ever but i feel like there's some like peace of mind losing to that team this year i mean the way the way you guys lost was tough talk to us about that game like what happened um the fashion yeah so i um oh gosh i haven't even thought about it in so long (laughs) Um, so we had just played Oklahoma, our first game at the World Series, just a tough draw mm-hmm. to have to play the number one team when you first get there. Um, so we lost two to one, like really tough, like very close. And then yeah. this next game. Were um, you pitching? This, yeah, the second time we faced them, I was pitching because um, mm-hmm. Nigel pitched the first one and then I came in. So then I was going to pitch this one and she was going to come in. And yeah. so um, started off pretty good, like. Kylie hits a bomb home run. We're up one nothing. We're like, holy crap! Like, what if we win this game one nothing? Like, that'd be crazy. But then, of course, yeah. their offense isn't gonna be held to zero. So they score mm-hmm. one. Um, so it's one one. We end up. Um, they hit a solo home run off me. Stupid pitch call, but I threw it <laughs> anyway, and I knew not to, and I was mad at myself. But um, yeah. two to one, we end up getting it back. So it's tied two to two. And so at this point, we're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is this is our game. Like, let's go. So I get pulled in the sixth. Yeah. Nigel comes in the sixth. And we're like, all we need to do is score, like, one more. We're the home team. So we just need to score one in the bottom of the sixth and then hold them in the top of seven. We didn't score in the mm-hmm. bottom of the sixth. We're like, okay, it's fine. We can still score in the bottom of seven, like, just end it in regulation. We didn't score in yeah. the bottom of seven. But we had runners on first and second with, like, zero or one out in the sixth, seventh, and eighth innings and we just like oh. never could capitalize and score we felt so like we were so close we were just like one yeah. little hit away which is crazy but um i mean nice to pitch a great game it ended up in the ninth inning they scored mm-hmm. um that one extra run that they needed to to kind of capitalize and we weren't able to get it back in the bottom of the ninth so it's yeah. it's one of the tough ones that you feel so close for for so many different innings mm-hmm. but um yeah good team they're a really good team so I mean, yeah the margins are small absolutely absolutely i feel like it takes you tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like it takes like a little bit of like good luck at that point like there if is. the game's so close i mean it's also confidence right like right they right. had a lot of confidence going in but right. so did you guys so it's kind of like right. it just has to bounce one way or like one bad pitch one like drop ball but right yeah, that was a crazy game i remember watching that it was definitely heartbreaking but um like super respectful like you guys played so well Um, but all right so let's get to now like today where we're at where you're at so you are done with stanford you're about to travel yep where with team usa right let's see how how did this happen talk to us so actually gosh our season ended um at the world series which is just amazing but we'll say um Mm -hmm. came back for like a week and then I had tryouts for Team USA. So I flew out to Florida, um, okay. came back 48 hours later, had graduation that weekend. Like all the festivities started yeah. Thursday. So I flew out Tuesday, got back Thursday, um, but had so much fun at USA tryouts. It was just awesome. 
um, mm-hmm. to just like scrimmage with the best of the best and just to meet all the girls that have been your competitors for the past four years. Yeah. Super um, fun. Yeah. And just like some pretty big names, big name in the softball world were all there too, which was really cool to yeah. be able to That girl, Elena Vaughn, was there, right? She's pretty good. <laughs> That's probably what they were saying. That's probably what they were saying. People do not know that girl. (laughs) Um, But she had a great time. (laughs) So basically got to come back, graduate. Um, Two days later, I left for South Africa for ACE, Athletes and Civic Engagement program that Stanford athletes do, um, which Mm -hmm. I had a great time in Cape Town for for three weeks there and really just enjoyed kind of every minute, again, of getting to meet all the people and and do all the different service projects was so much fun. Um, Very fulfilling work. Um, and then came back and I'm actually in the transfer portal. So I was going on a couple of visits, um, to a couple of different schools to see where I'm going to end up next year for grad school. Um, mm-hmm. and then now I leave tomorrow for Japan. Um, so I found out I made the team while I was in South Africa, which was really cool. Nice. And then now I get to get to head to Japan with, uh, 15 other girls that still have remaining wow. college eligibility. So it's going to be cool. a week in Japan. We play the Japan national team three games. So it's kind of like a series against them. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely looking to represent the USA well and, and go win some so ball games. Cool. I also experienced kind of a new culture of, of life, but yeah. also of softball. So. Yeah, that's so cool. I love, mm-hmm. I love how sports, like once you reach a certain level, you're like, you can travel the world for free. Like they're paying right. for it. Right. Um, right. And... That's the goal, right. That's the dream. Yeah, and you're living it now, uh, which is so cool. And you have one more year of, of eligibility, so you're using yep. one more? Yep. Okay. That's is that fun. from COVID or is that from a red shirt? COVID, my COVID, COVID. year. Okay. Yep. So we'll get more of you. We'll be seeing you on ESPN, hopefully, again Something soon. Like Something um, like Back on the podcast after. Yeah, exactly. We'll get an update on how everything went. Um, but you're back in the shoes again of recruiting, so... Mm-hmm. At least you have some experience now and you have some very well-recognized pitching performances. So it should be a little, little bit easier because everybody, everybody knows who you are now, whether you think it or not. Um, but yeah, so last thing we'll end up with is now that you've been through all this and are still going through it, what's some advice that you could give to younger softball players, uh, girls that want to be like you growing up or just athletes in general that want to play at a high level? Yeah, I think it's just to enjoy it. Um, and actually, I, I joke with myself now because it's the same thing that it was four years ago, five years ago, kind of starting college and getting ready and for the transition mm-hmm. of time, just to take it all in, um, take in all the highs, take in all the lows and, and try to stay as consistent as you can through that. Um, but at the same time, you know, you don't get the highs without the lows. Um, and yeah. you definitely, you know, don't get the lows without the highs. So it's it's just a matter of being able to kind of stay level throughout it. Um but enjoying everything that, you know, the yeah. recruiting process has to offer, you know, college sports has to offer. But at the end of the day, like if, if college sports is what you want, you just have to enjoy the sport as it is just you playing the sport, um, enjoying that process. Because if that's not something mm. that you can, you know, have so much fun in, um, there's the, you know, the, pers- the to be able to pursue it, uh, you just have to be able to have that joy and have that love, love for the game at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. hundred percent. Like you said, in the highs and lows, you got to still find the joy of playing because um, it can, you can spiral for sure. So you got to always enjoy it. As Elena says, she's enjoying it right now and she will continue to for another year. At least you never know. Yeah. I see you playing pro um, for team That's USA. <laughs> um, but thank you again for an awesome episode. And hopefully you guys learned 
a little bit about the softball life, about Elena, uh, what she's been through and what she's going to do now in Japan. So we'll be rooting for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Elena.